0: This is Confessions of a Former Fangirl. podcast where two former fangirls try to turn a fake fan into a real one. (laughs) Hi guys, welcome back to our channel. Um, Today,
1: (laughs) we're going to be talking about something very special. Mm -hmm. um, Which is, I guess, YouTube and its many phases and creators. Mm -hmm. Phases Mm -hmm. and fandoms and eras and so much.
0: I feel like this is gonna be a big boy episode. It could be. Filled with lots. There's
1: a lot. lot. There's so much that we can talk about.
0: That's so (laughs) exciting to me. That's so, so exciting to me. Um, especially because I feel like I'm a relatively new into the YouTube sphere. Um, Mm -hmm. or like, I had a little niche corner of YouTube, um, which we can get into later mm. on. But you know what, before we do that, why don't we hop on over to Confession Corner. Alright. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Here we made it over. Thank God. <laughs> um if no one has one, I can go first. Sure. Yeah, do it. Um, what I'm obsessed with this week, reader, I'm so glad you asked. It's the song In My Dreams by um artist, dear friend, Amy Moon, also known as uh our friend Jess. Yeah. Um Listen, it really gives me like queen vibes. It's just it's so, so good. cool. It's so cool. And she's just, like, such a rock star, and she's always been such a rock star, and not only is she, like, such a talented musician, but she's also such a good actor and so fucking funny. I was able to see her in a show um, during the summer in an outdoor theater production, um, and she was she's just so, such a good entertainer and, like, so talented, so shout out please go and listen to it in my dreams we'll tag it once we post the episode mm-hmm. it's phenomenal um and highly highly recommend you take a listen i just listened to it for the first time in our apartment mere moments ago and it was it's <laughs> true quite an experience <laughs> mm-hmm, very mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. featuring my um interesting dancing let's just say but i'll digress <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> but yeah that's it for me what are you guys Hmm. do you have one Erin yeah
1: I can do a quick quick little one Mm -hmm. um my obsession this week is a lifelong obsession of mine which is gift giving um I just I love getting people gifts so much (laughs) I just love it so much it gives me a rush like trying to find like the perfect thing (laughs) it's
0: true it's true
1: it was my parents' anniversary this weekend, and um, the little boy, I, Nanny's birthday party, so I got him a gift and a card, and then I, I got, like, my parents' flowers and a card, and I was, like, in the store, like, looking for the perfect cards for everyone, and I was like, <laughs> what am I going to find? What a, what's what's going to be the one? And there was, like, no anniversary cards and I was like, "What am I supposed to do?" And then I found the perfect card, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! They're gonna love it." I just love, I just love getting people things. It's just the best feeling.
0: That's so nice. I love it There's so much. There's such a rush. There's like such a rush because, especially with the stress of trying to find the perfect thing, and then once you find it, you're like, "Here you go." Yeah. <laughs> I got
1: this just for you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love it. It yeah. makes me
1: just feel like a genius. I'm like, Ugh, no one has yeah. ever given a gift this perfect ever before. <gasps> mm. I just, I just love it. It's so fun.
0: Very, very um, Molly in Booksmart vibes. <laughs> I'm starting
1: to get. Um. <laughs> what a good movie. So that's oh, mine. <laughs> love, Bernie, What about you? Cool. Um, let's think. I well okay one of my obsessions that I am very I know I'm very late to this but it's Normal People <gasps> by Sally Brady. Yeah. Um, I did finish the book Yay. and the book was really good. And then I have started the series. Um, and I just think it's a it's a really solid like faithful adaptation of yeah. the book and mm. the um the two people who are playing Connell and Marianne are just perfect for those yeah. roles. Ugh. Um, and like they have such natural chemistry. And it's just really fun to watch. And it's also, like, devastating and heartbreaking. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's mine for this week. I know that the whole world watched that, like, months ago, but I'm a little behind. That's okay. I think now is, like, maybe a better time to watch it than, like, a few months Mm -hmm. ago when we were still kind of in the thick of it in quarantine because you're just like oh my god I'm so lonely <laughs> watching
0: it like six months yeah. ago
1: as compared to now we're like yeah, mm-hmm. we're being vaccinated and we can kind of start to see people safely and it's like yeah <laughs> as definitely yeah for sure I mean I still watch
0: it and I'm like god oh, damn I'm alone <laughs> but I feel like that would happen regardless so. Yeah, Mm. I also loved watching it and just seeing Ireland because I don't I don't think I've ever seen a narrative film television series like actually take place in Mm -hmm. Ireland. Um, And I'm like, yes, Irish people. Yes. And it just it uh, made me
1: I I had to like hold off watching it because I studied abroad in Dublin last or two summers ago Mm -hmm. and they were literally filming the show I we were at Trinity. They were filming the show while we were there, um, so they had to like. Oh there was like parts of the campus blocked off like on certain days because they were filming. And I think we actually took like a week long trip. The second week we were there, and I think part of the reason it was that week is because they were filming. Um, but then when we, when we came mm-hmm. back, they were still shooting some stuff. But I was like, it's gonna make me so emo to watch this <laughs> because I'm gonna be in Miss Ireland so much. Yeah. And like when they go, because they, I think that they're from. Marion and Connell live in Sligo, which is more to the west of of Ireland, and we went there yeah. too, and like went all over. So I was like, it's such a, like it's almost like yes, this is it. <laughs> this is Ireland. Ireland, and it was yeah, it was so so cool. Made me sad. Made me miss it. So nice. Yeah.
0: So
1: nice. But yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah. yeah. i Miss Europe. <laughs> very much. Also,
0: great sex scenes.
1: <laughs> just. And they had an intimacy coordinator, and you're just like, oh.
0: Yeah. Thank God. And you
1: can tell. Yeah. Because they're That's how both, they felt. like,
0: it feels very comfortable and very like safe and. Yeah. Just really well done. And also with the amount of sex scenes that there are, like thank God that so they had much, buddy. And reading reading the book, I was like, okay, there's a lot of sex happening here, but it's not like
1: it really is not like the series. Like, it happens so well, often, so often, um, which is crazy.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but good, good for them, good for them, I say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get into the subject of this episode? let's get into it yeah.
1: wait i just have to say there's a confrontation happening outside my window right now between like a baby and a puppy and it's so cute <gasps>
0: oh, siri play the confrontation Here. The it is so cute we see Sorry. You know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right all right all anyway right. Let's, let's 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 scoot on over okay. dive right in So, this week <laughs> it's kind of a meaty
1: subject and I feel like we should talk about we're going to get to talk about our own experiences mm. a little more this time because it's just so broad. But yeah. we're talking about YouTube and YouTubers. YouTube.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, no. hey. Um Shall do we, we want I don't I feel like facts aren't
1: really um they don't really apply yeah. here because there's I mean, yeah you all you really need to know is that like youtube i mean youtube is the second most visited website in like all of the internet um yeah <laughs> like the, that's what the wikipedia says um which is crazy what is the i don't know Is it, it like facebook second, or google it might be google but yeah it's the second most oh, visited facebook. website in the world <laughs> i'm like it's twitter <laughs> Um, which is crazy. It's just an online video platform where anybody can mm-hmm. upload a, a video as long as it you know complies with the terms and services. <laughs> um, mm. it, it was founded in 2005. And yeah, mm-hmm. in 2019, this is an interesting statistic. In 2019, more than 500 hours of video content were uploaded to YouTube every minute.
0: Five hundred hours
1: every minute.
0: Holy oh my god. So
1: That's it's insane. just insane how like vast YouTube is as a website. It's yeah. like the ocean. Like or it's like space. <laughs> like so much of it will just remain unexplored forever. Title of Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the it's ocean. like the ocean. <laughs> culture
1: number 37. YouTube is like the ocean. <laughs> YouTube is like the
0: ocean. That's, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, and it's crazy too that it's like, it was like created 16 years ago. Yeah. It's gone through um, so many like phases and stages of right. um, content. So <laughs> I just am wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious as to when you mm-hmm. all kind of became conscious of YouTube or, like, became active really on YouTube or, like I when you discovered, discovered it, it I really
1: early. I think I discovered it in 2006. Like, right away. When you were eight? eight? Yeah. Um, oh, Erin. <laughs> okay, go up. I swear, like, I think it was that early. Okay, baby genius. Um, because I think a family – I remember – i think the first video youtube video i ever saw was a smosh video um and it was like i think it was the spider-man one where um Mm -hmm. yeah it's like one of them is pretending to be spider-man something like that so that was actually i'm looking it up now that was 2007 so probably more like 2007 but still that's so early wait so what is smosh Mm. Oh, my God, Juliana. <laughs> what is Smosh? <laughs> what is Smosh? Are you joking? I don't know. Oh, my God. That's, okay, so... This is why that's we started the podcast. For so. That is crazy to me. That is crazy to me. So Smosh was, is this channel started by these two friends, um, Ian and Anthony, Ian Headcocks mm-hmm. and Anthony Padilla. Um, and their, I think the first video they ever posted was in 2005... And they were just lip, it was just the two of them lip syncing to the Pokemon theme song. And that's like what the video was. Yeah, and they would just do like sketch, like sketches and skits and stuff. Um, And they were, I think at one point, the number one most subscribed channel on YouTube. They're like, they're known as one of the like, OG, like kings of YouTube. Um, Yeah, because they were, they were very early days. YouTube was their like, top.
0: Popularity. Okay. So are they still on YouTube? Like, what are they doing now? They
1: both kind of are, um, but they have separated sort of. So, Smosh okay. is kind of like, it's still a sh- big channel, but it's sort of like a company now, and there's lots of other people who oh. make videos with them. So, they okay. kind of have like a company, like a group. Of, like, and like a content. actors oh, yeah. and a content, yeah, group. And then Anthony has his completely just own solo channel where he, like, okay, does these yeah. uh, interviews, which is cool. He does, like, interviews with different groups of people and, like, brings light to different issues. Okay. His videos are really cool. I watch them, actually, pretty Ooh. frequently. <laughs> They're good. Okay, so a small so, video was your introduction to That was too. my introduction. And, yeah, and then I don't really remember, like, how early I was watching youtube really but definitely 2007 by the time i was in fourth grade i was watching youtube videos all the time for like deaf for sure (laughs) oh so i was obsessed with youtube i remember like watching all the classic like viral videos like the muffin one um the name made by the same guys who made shoes the shoes song shoes Shoes. oh my god shoes juliana you don't know shoes
0: Shoes is culture. Shoes is culture. Was his, they well, had another a cultured swine. Man. Oh my okay. god! <laughs> they
1: had another video about. It was like this muffin. It was like a commercial for a muffin place, and they'd be like, "We have blueberry muffins. We have this type of muff." Mm-hmm. It was just doing this really weird character, and then they'd be like, "Imaginary muff," and then it like just like devolved into chaos of like really weird muffins. Oh my god! Nope. Do you okay? Well, like how about like Charlie the Unicorn? Did you watch Charlie the Unicorn? I don't. I'm screaming. Oh my god! I don't
0: know
1: what that is. Okay. Well,
0: we've got a lot to do Oh my god!
1: (laughs) Oh my god! Okay. What about Nigahiga? Like how to be ninja? Oh my god!
0: (laughs) No. What about chocolate (laughs) rain? Chocolate rain. That's starting to sound familiar. Chocolate rain. That's oh my god. Started, I that's yeah. crazy. But, that's, that, but that was
1: like the early days of YouTube. Those were examples of yeah. a lot of video YouTube videos yeah. that were like viral, okay. super okay. popular yeah. to the point of like they were basically like memes. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember watching a lot of like that sort of stuff.
0: Mhm. And then
1: starting to watch more like channels as opposed to kind of just singular like videos. Okay. Yeah. Karen, what about Karen- you? <laughs> yeah, what about you? <laughs> I mean, I don't, see, I don't exactly remember, but I don't think I was on YouTube as early as fourth grade. I'm pretty sure my introduction to, like, YouTube as a platform was, and I've said this in a previous episode, but was when I would watch this video of, like, Draco Malfoy pictures set to the real Slim Lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my god, Harry Potter Puppet Pals! (laughs) Harry Potter Puppet Pals, there was a lot of Harry Potter, like, YouTube content that I would, um, consume, and I, it was, like, before I had a cell phone or a computer at all Mm -hmm. and so i'd have to like ask my mom to use a family computer to go on youtube to watch these like stupid videos Mm -hmm. about mostly harry potter um and then like i feel like it's important to talk about youtube when you talk about fandom in general because it's like there are the channels that people subscribe to and those have their own fandoms but then there are also like doctor who harry potter sherlock videos that exist on youtube that are like part of those fandoms as well mm-hmm. so it's like a sharing site for yeah that as well so um,
0: it's like it's a community thing that has hierarchical figures but it also is just a communal space for sharing things with yeah. fandoms as well with also having figures that have their own fandoms as well
1: mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. okay cool well yeah it's really interesting to just watch like how youtube has grown and changed because a lot of like people who have been on youtube for a really long time like creators who have been on the platform for a long time like started out by just like literally talking to the camera about their day like and that's sort of the the creation of vlogging video blogging Mm -hmm. was like what a lot of people were doing in in the early days of youtube they were just like talking to the camera about their day and like expecting maybe their friends would watch it or like i mean obviously the vlog brothers is a huge channel john and hank green and they just started oh. out they created the channel because they like wanted to use it as a way to keep in touch so they just make videos like every other day one of them would post and then the other one would respond and that's how their channel started that's so cool um, yeah nerd, nerd fighters,
0: fighters. God. <laughs> oh. It takes there was me a back. Nerdfighters club at my high
1: school. No. I was like, you this is the nerd club so at the like... nerd high school, and this club this is nerd <laughs> high school, and this is still so, so nerdy to be in this club." <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, I feel like we probably watched a lot of the same. We people. did because I also think like it's important to recognize that like Aaron and I have a very kind of specific side of youtube Mm -hmm. that we were on Mm -hmm. um and youtube is so large and like people watch so many different things like i also was specifically on lesbian youtube (laughs) (laughs) um and there are a bunch of like lesbian couples who have channels that and like that's their whole life is that they vlog their Mm -hmm. lives together Mm. um so yeah there are a lot of different ways to use it and um in like 2013 2014 (laughs) There were these people who were just, like, dominating the YouTube world. That was, like, a really big peak for, like, a certain type of creator. Yeah. It was sort of, like, the beginning of, like, what we... I want to say it was sort of the beginning of what we see as, like, influencer Mm. culture Mm -hmm. now.
0: Because I don't really think we had that word really yet in 2013 no No. so but you're saying because another one of my questions was I was wondering like the phases of YouTube and I know that there are so many but Mm -hmm. generally from 2005 to like 2013 is the beginning stages of the thing and people just kind of testing it out the waters and then like from 2013 on would you say that's a second big stage or are there like different stages in between Mm -hmm. or like smaller changes Um, there was
1: people had kind of figured it out by 2013
0: Mm. like people Mm -hmm.
1: were making it their livelihood Mm. like as i remember yeah Yeah. and like monetizing videos and stuff Mm. yeah i feel like the beginnings of youtube were like I mean, who even knows what was on there in 2005? You know, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, me, at, me at the zoo. <laughs> me at the zoo <laughs> was, like, the first video ever uploaded to YouTube was this video titled Me at the Zoo. Or, yeah, some, or yeah. Day at the Zoo or something. Um, but I think... And Karen, you kind of wrote this on our little doc, but, like, when YouTube first started out, like, I don't think people were necessarily watching channels. Like, mm. it was more like viral videos here and there. Yeah. yeah. And then sort of types of channels and communities were sort of emerging
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um and then you got like channels like smosh and nigahiga and they were doing like sketches and funny videos Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and also like music video parodies was like a huge um genre of videos Mm. that were super popular like there was this channel called the key of awesome and they would do like so many, they would do all these music video parodies. And mm-hmm. then there was like this guy, his channel was called Computer Nerd Zero One. And he would do like music video parodies that were like really weird and didn't make any like s- narrative sense. He would just kind yeah. of say random things. And his channel was pretty popular. So that was like a big genre too at the time. And also, yeah. I think vlogging was kind of emerging during mm-hmm. that time as well. Um, and vlogging and, like, YouTubers who were, like, personalities themselves and, like, their whole channel was, like, them doing stuff. <laughs> that was, like, that was what I watched a lot of mm-hmm. in 2012 to 2014 was just people who were essentially celebrities to me who were just, like, doing kind of whatever they wanted. Um, like, they had, some of them had specific things that they specialized in like Zoella was a beauty vlogger. Mm-hmm. Um and I watched her a lot mm. and then Tyler Oakley I don't really know what the fuck he did. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of was a person. He, I you think know? He was, like, there were a he bunch of the kind people of a like vlogger, that. And then yeah. he started doing like challenge and challenge videos and collabs and stuff. That was like mm-hmm. the peak of like 2012, 2013, 2014 was like all of a sudden there was all these channels who were kind of just like vloggers, personalities, like lifestyle. And then they realized mm-hmm. like they could get a lot of fucking views if they collaborated with other people, other mm-hmm. popular mm-hmm. creators. So that mm-hmm. was kind of like the yeah. boom of like collabs. <laughs> and collabs were huge. It was all people did. Yeah. For a while. Like just mm-hmm. collab challenge videos. Like, we're gonna yeah. play this game and like Here's my friend. There would be like people would collaborate and do a challenge that everybody was doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd see like Tyler Oakley collaborate with Zoella and they'd be like, we're going to do the cinnamon challenge or the uh, <gasps> I like, don't think whisper they, challenge. I don't think they, okay. they did the cinnamon okay, 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 challenge. Okay, okay, okay. But they definitely did the like cinnamon that's just, challenge. I mean, that's yeah. just like an example of something that. Mm-hmm. Happen, excuse but me. I'm pretty yeah. sure they did the whisper challenge together. Excuse, excuse me, Juliana.
0: Did you just say you did the cinnamon challenge? I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because I wanted to... I was 13, I think. Uh. And this, I... This, I think, is... Because when I was thinking of questions to ask you all, um, one of them was, like, oh, what's... The op- most obvious is, like, when did you start using the platform? And I really couldn't think of it. But I think the thing that reminded me so much that you guys are talking about is... I think her name's Glozell. And, like... Glozell! Yes. <laughs> that Glo-Zell. was, like, my first real Queen. introduction. And then I also... Mm-hmm. um had a friend that introduced me to Jenna Marbles and Mm. like, but I only really was there from like 2011 to 2012, really. And that was like my first introduction and I didn't really Mm -hmm. keep up with it as much. Um, but I did in fact do the cinnamon challenge with my friend, at my friend Kara's house. (laughs) Shout out Kara. Love you. Um, yes, we did do the cinnamon challenge.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, Glozell's challenge videos were really something, I remember they were, they were really popular because they, really they were just <laughs> her reactions are just so over the top and exaggerated. <laughs> like I remember she did the salt, yeah. and, the salt and ice challenge too on her arm, mm-hmm. where you put like salt and then put ice on it, and it like burns your arm. And that one <laughs> was really funny. Shit. That's a hu- another huge thing about YouTube is like it's just got so much influence on the young population.
0: (laughs) It does. It does. does, And it still does does.
1: now. And I feel like now YouTube is a career that people aspire to, which is crazy because you used to like really not be able to make money off it Mm -hmm. at all. Well, Mm -hmm. I I remember like literally watching YouTube in 2008. I don't know exactly when the program began, but like in the early days people were just doing YouTube because it was fun Um, Mm. and then channels started to really, like, pick up and subscribers and viewers, um, and YouTube created the YouTube Partner Program, which allowed, uh, I believe allowed ads to be on your video, and then that was sort of the first way YouTubers were able to make money from Mm. being on YouTube, was being a part of the Partner Program.
0: So when did that Partner Program start?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) I can look it up. Okay. Um... And it was, like, a big deal at the time to Mm. be able to, like, make it to be a part of the program. Mm. Um, I don't remember that. That's interesting. And you had to, like, have a certain amount of subscribers. And then also you couldn't, um, I remember, like, for a long time you couldn't post a video that was longer than 10 minutes on YouTube. But if you were a partner, then you could get more. You could post longer videos. Oh, whoa.
0: And was it dependent on how many subscribers you had, how many views you had? like? Yeah,
1: I think it was dependent on um, subscribers. Subscribers, I believe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, partner program mm-hmm. began in December of 2007. I think that's what I'm seeing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that was like when you could first be able to monetize your videos.
0: I'm just curious if you all... Feel as though there was a particular fandom or a particular YouTuber that, like, really was significant in, like, the times that were changing. Um, the platform. Where the platform was growing and a lot of it was Mm -hmm. because of this one person or because of this one fandom or because of this one thing. Or maybe it's not just that, but, like, Mm -hmm. I'm curious if you all have any thoughts about that.
1: Um... Well, I, I honestly, I would say like Smosh, Jenna Marbles, those people mm-hmm. were like huge enough that it got, I think, probably more people to use the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know who's also a huge one, Fred. Oh, Fred! Yeah, Fred, Fred is big. was huge on the platform. Fred um, and I never, I never got into Fred, and I. Oh, still I was. Don't like I him. me and my me and my friend we were super into Fred. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Was Fred the one that made appearances on
1: iCarly? iCarly, yeah. Okay. So he yes. made it to the mainstream. Fred also got movies. Mainstream. Nickelodeon yes. made like two or three. Yeah. So I th- I want to say they made two Fred movies. Mm-hmm. And then they actually... um um uh, Lucas Cruikshank is the guy who play- created Fred. And they actually gave him a show on Nickelodeon that wasn't about... Wasn't Fred. He was like... I, I don't know what it was called. It was, like, something... He was, like, an alien living with his, like, family in the suburbs. Um, sure. And it did... I did not... It was not successful. Did not do well. But Rip. I think he was, like, one of the... <laughs> <laughs> he was President one producer of the sent
0: a message saying E.T. So, basically, he was
1: E.T. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah he was like i he's like one of the earlier examples of like YouTube creators breaking out into the mainstream mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which is really interesting, and also I mean yeah. he Shane Dawson was also like a huge, oh, huge there it is. Yeah. creator um <sighs> who I literally watched his videos when I was like eleven um which is not good. <laughs> Uh, but he, he was a huge, yeah. huge creator. He collaborated with Fred, I remember, um, mm-hmm. and... He actually was, like, super influential in ways that I think people forget about. Yeah. But, like, he was... Um, what YouTube? do you mean He's by that? kind of, like, s- well, he, like, set the tone of comedy on t- on YouTube, I think. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. At least okay. in the early days, like, he did a lot of, like, very crude, like, kind of in-your-face humor that, um became really popular Mm. and then he was just such a big youtuber that stayed relevant for so long that like people would reference him all the time and like name him as an influence Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so Mm. yeah i remember that being a big thing and now (laughs) he's very canceled (laughs) yeah but he was a lot of them are yeah Mm -hmm. yeah which is crazy. there's so many like early youtubers who are just like not around anymore. Who are like, like I think of like another person who I watch was Shay Carl, who was a, mm. a family vlogger. Um, his channel was the Shaytards, which now I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, and oh, he called no. all his children <laughs> like, and he had so he didn't reveal, and he had I think he ended up having like five or six children. They were it was like this Mormon family in Utah, um, and they were like a family vlogging channel. And he didn't use any of his children's real names. They all had nicknames um, that ended in TARD. <laughs> um, and they were a hugely popular channel. Um, yeah. And humor like that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was yeah. the humor of YouTube mm-hmm. for a, a but the, while. Th- and it's crazy because yeah. at the time, nobody thought anything of that. Yeah, Because, like, and and other than that he wasn't very crude in any way like it was a family channel like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he was just kind of like a funny personality and yeah and then he had this like scandal where he was like cheating on his wife or (gasps) like uh messaging like a cam girl um and like i had like a i don't know this whole thing came out and like everything (sighs) and he had to like Delete all his channels, basically, and he was a huge person on the platform, and there's just, like, so many stories like that, where you're just, like, oh my god, (laughs) these people had Um, so much influence over me for, like, years, and they were, like, not good people.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. I would love to talk about the, like, quote-unquote, like, scandals and the cancellations of these YouTubers, because... I think apology videos are some of the funniest things that are on the internet. (laughs) Oh, agreed. Um, But also, I I would love to know more about the Shane Dawson thing because I've heard stuff mm -hmm. about him, but I want to kind of put a pin in that because I have a bigger overarching question. Yeah. Because I guess my question is, YouTube for me is the only platform where you really see creators having these big scandals that are specific to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes me wonder: a, if it's a problem with the people that are attracted to the platform; b, if it's a reflection, if of the um, world we live in; or c, if it's like all people are like inherently imperfect <laughs> and like just by the nature of you filming your life some shit's gonna hit Mm -hmm. the fan and people are gonna find out that you're like actually not a good person do you know what I mean so I was wondering if you have you all have any opinions about if you think it's any of the above or a mixture
1: Mm -hmm. um um, I think a big part of it is boundaries um because I mean obviously some of the scandals that have happened have come from just like the creators being not great people and being like racist and or homophobic or transphobic or any of those things and them just people digging into past things or just their true selves being revealed Mm -hmm. in that way um but another huge source of like scandals on youtube has been personal relationships um Mm. and like i remember it was like 2013 or 2014 There was a huge thing in the British um, YouTuber community of um, certain British YouTubers taking advantage of young viewers, Mm -hmm. inappropriately messaging, meeting up with people. Ah. There was like a huge reckoning in the British YouTubers and some of their peers were coming out and saying that they had been either assaulted or harassed or felt uncomfortable With these people, and, like, I think that's a huge thing of, like... It's such a strange phenomenon. Like, I think by now we all understand, like, what being an influencer means. Although, like, literally it's still happening today with, like, James Charles. Like, of these people reaching out... (gasps) David ...taking advantage of their platform, reaching out Mm -hmm. to young fans, because... Like, and it's just this power dynamic. And it's, like... Mm it's i feel like in past in the past it's been like a thing we've had to investigate and reckon with and be like even though they're not like a celebrity celebrity they still have this like position of power and influence 100% and like 100%. it is the, a fan relationship and like i feel like that is a reason why youtube is such a unique platform is because the creators um who post on it especially like vloggers and lifestyle people like they're sharing their everyday life so their viewers feel like they know them as people Mm -hmm. because they think that they're seeing every everything that's going on in Mm -hmm. their lives and I've watched other youtubers pull back because they've realized that they've shared too much um Mm. like Dodie is an example of that um Mm-hmm. Like, she used to share, she's a musician, and she was really big on YouTube, and now she's sort of transitioned into more just focusing on her music, but she used to share, like, so much of her mental health struggles, which was very helpful for a lot of fans, but it got to the point where it was, like, just too much for her fans to know, and so she's had yeah. to, like, she's had to correct that in recent years, mm-hmm. but so so many fans feel like that they genuinely know these people. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And that's a a huge issue. Yeah. People... Because, like, YouTubers are kind of like TV stars in the sense that they feel like celebrities because they have a lot... They have a big following, but Mm -hmm. they also... Like, they're not. Mm -hmm. Because they, they like, bank on you feeling like you have this, like, social relationship with them that you just don't. Um, Which is, like... I don't know a lot of people have talked about like striking that balance and like finding the ethical way to do that but I do think a lot of it becomes manipulative very easily
0: mm-hmm. easily um and like a youtuber to audience becomes manipulative
1: Yeah okay yeah um becomes like you're just watching me live my normal life Meanwhile I'm like, very rich and <laughs> Getting classic like profiting and
0: profiting off all this stuff and like
1: yeah and like you've... writing a memoir that I didn't actually write at the age of twenty two, um, <laughs> which
0: oh my god there was but this I, ho- a
1: whole era where like every YouTuber was fucking writing a book book <laughs> everyone had a book deal everybody um, it was crazy and it was like like people were writing books that had nothing to say like the books would be filled with like pictures. And then little fun anecdotes, and that's it. And they'd sell it for, like, $20. Yeah. And you'd be like, why am I paying for this? Anyway, <laughs> um, I also think, what I was going to say is I also think YouTube is unique in terms of people getting, quote-unquote, canceled because there is, like, it is a video platform, and so apology videos can be made, mm-hmm. um, and, like the ability to talk directly to your audience yeah the sort of like need to apologize in person instead of just like writing a tweet or making an instagram post is um it just takes it to another level which again it makes it feel like you like if you you will know if an apology is not genuine because you're watching it happen right which i do give Mm -hmm. a lot
0: of people credit for regardless of whether the apology video is quote-unquote good or quote-unquote bad because a lot of times like any of the ones that I've watched I've never been like the person or the target audience rather that the person's apologizing to um Mm -hmm. it's a lot fucking better to put out a video than to put out a fucking notes app statement that your publicist wrote for you because you're too fucking cowardly to say whatever you said on camera I'm Talking about some reality TV stars here, <laughs> and then post your statement on Instagram. And anyways, continue. I mean, <laughs> but it's like a double edged sword because yes, it seems like a in
1: person or like a video apology would be better, but it also is such a performance. Like, yeah, very rarely is an apology video actually successful in. Like being a genuine apology.
0: But do you, don't sure. you feel like it's better to know that it's a performance versus Well, I think you know anyway. Like a notes app fucking is the most
1: in like disingenuous thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I
0: I don't know. I also think that, like, apology videos are just funny, so... They are funny. <laughs> but don't you think it's kind of better for, like, David Dobrik, for example, to have to make two apology videos to, like, know that his first apology video wasn't good, so he might actually, like, start to learn that his lesson, and he has to do it in front of a video camera versus... And I would much rather someone do that, even if it's performative... Than have your publicist or your assistant or your manager tweet out a picture Mm -hmm. for you. I mean, the doing it yourself,
1: I think, is important. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Um, But yeah, it's tough because some a lot of these people who have to who have to make these apology videos are not going to change and have no intention of doing so, and they Uh just are making apology videos to save face. Um, Yeah, and it becomes, like, part of their whole character, their persona that they create um, on YouTube, which is why I say, like, YouTube is kind of like a TV show, um, because, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't, like, you can think that you're getting an accurate view into these people's lives, but I really don't think that there are many people on YouTube right now who are showing you that well yeah Um, it's a warped
0: reality and like I think that thing for me that's always like it makes me kind of sad to be honest like when I watch some of these apology videos it's like they're like oh I'm committed to doing this work and I'm like a what work are you doing b Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't think it's good for you to be like here I'm doing this I'm doing this all over social media but it's also like how can you be held accountable if you aren't showing what you're doing but showing what Mm -hmm. you're doing is just just as performative as the video I like I think Mm -hmm. it's so tricky and it's so hard and you want to give these people the benefit of the doubt but like you're saying it's like it's all so performative and you don't know what's real or not it's Mm -hmm. like a warped sense of reality
1: and it's like I think it's with certain things it's tough because like like someone like Shane Dawson who's had to apologize for literally, like, making videos in blackface multiple, multiple times. And mm-hmm. it's, like, the apology is oh. more like, well, I, like, I'm, I've am i changed so much since then. I'm not that person. Like, there's some apologies that are, like, not promising change because they've already changed because that video was 10 years ago. But it's, mm. like, yeah. uh, it's just, like, what are we, how are we supposed to... Ex- or how like how are people supposed to expect anything better except this apology? Like I don't know. It's like oh, I was like twenty when I made that, and it's like twenty year olds know but no better. You know, like it's yeah. there's, there's yeah. apologies like that where it's like you should have already known better. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That it's just harder to accept. Yeah, where you're like, but uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like. Yes, you've grown and changed, but you can still improve. Like, it doesn't mean that, like, mm-hmm. you don't have any more growth to do just because it was ten years ago. hmm um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Shane yeah, Dawson I is a know. bad example because he's got so many other issues and horrible she things doesn't... that he's done. Is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I don't know. Can I ask you guys, um, who were your favorite YouTubers?
1: Like Please. Yeah. <laughs> um, there like, are
0: so many, really. In the past.
1: <laughs> like our past and in the Past and current.
0: Okay. Past and current. I, mean, I current. wanna know.
1: I went through well, this is so many because, phases. Yeah.
0: I do have something about current YouTube oh, that oh. is unique.
1: Um, I think. <laughs> but Aaron, did you wanna Oh, I mean, I went through so many phases. (laughs) I want to hear all of them. Well, should we should we go over the ones that were mutual? Because we had a lot of mutual phases. Yeah. Um. I mean, so I talked about like like, like Smosh and like I love Niga Higa. Um, Ryan Higa, he's great. I was reminded of the he made that song "Nice Guys," that's iconic. It was such a bop.
0: I and have it's, no idea where you're talking. Oh my about. God,
1: you have! I'm gonna make you like a playlist of videos you have to watch. <laughs>
0: oh my God, yeah. we should post it. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, yes. I'll, do, I'll. We'll definitely do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, Glozelle is a fun one that we Glozelle. and both have. OG. She was just so funny. Is you okay? Good, is Because I want to know. I wanted to know. <laughs> um, and then obviously like collab channels, O2L. Mm is huge. Uh,
0: what's O2L? O2L was
1: um, a collab channel for Art Life. Second Life. So there was this phenomenon when we were mentioning collabs before we meant like it's just one video of like say Tyler Oakley is making a video and like Troy Sivan is like in the video with mm-hmm. him and that was like a collab mm-hmm. which which Troiler. they did <laughs> often. Troiler, Troiler was a huge ship Every, which was like kind of weird because Tyler's like A bit older than Troy. Older than him, Um, But Troyler was a huge (laughs) ship. There was a lot of gay drama on YouTube. A lot of gay, yeah, a lot of gay drama, (laughs) gay shipping. Still, still Um, gay drama on YouTube. But there was this other thing called a collab channel. And it would, so a collab channel was like seven days a week. There's usually there would be seven members of the channel. And every member would get assigned a day of the week. And then they choose like, they choose a theme for the week. So like o2l was a collab channel with these seven guys and they each had a day of the week and then so every like monday i think with monday was ricky ricky dylan posted on mondays and he'd post his video and then like <laughs> Co- or connor franta would post on tuesdays i forget the exact order um mm-hmm. <laughs> but o2l was like a super super popular collab channel and it was these seven yeah. um people and yeah they were just really popular it was this guy ricky dylan Connor, Franta. So would they collab with
0: each other on their days of the week? No. Or, like... No. So, no. it's oh, just it was each just individual...
1: Like... They each individually make their own video. But some, oh, I think okay, sometimes okay, okay, they okay, would. Because okay. I think they all lived in California. Um, so, it's like the Sway House. I think they had a house They probably together. did. The Sway House. This way
0: yeah. house. The
1: Hype House. Yeah, actually I think at some point yeah, at some point they, and then they did get a house. It's the, the, the predecessor house. to the Hype House. Oh my god, like, yeah. They have the they they had totally house. had a house. That's crazy. Oh my I god. I remember that very well. Cause I used to watch Kean and JC Jay- like separate. Oh yeah. From o- and K- well, Kean and Sam were like the original. It was the two of them. But now Kean and JC Jay- yeah. J- have a channel. Well that's still like going strong. Um Yeah, it was like it was Ricky, Connor Keen, JC, Sam, Trevi, and wasn't there a guy named like Roberto or something? And then he left. I forgot. Yeah. (laughs) Connor Franta also left in Yeah, Connor Franta leaving O2L was sort of the it was sort of the predecessor to Zayn leaving One Direction. Like it was (laughs) It it was that level of drama. And it was and then i think the same year he, he came, out, came out and it was a and huge that was also, like, deal huge wow uh, cu- okay because coming out videos <gasps> on youtube are also another, another phenomenon thing that we should talk coming about. coming out videos because they oh happen so yeah. often choice like, of was huge i feel like choice of was one of the first ones yeah that, that, that I was in like 20, 2012 did tyler like, do one I think Tyler Oakley well, was Tyler always was out. kind of gay. <laughs> I think he, he was, was always, just always out. out. when from like from the moment. Again, um, uncultured slime like, Sorry. <laughs> Connor Franta. Shane oh, Dawson. Oh yeah, did Shane one. Dawson did one coming um, out as bi. That was huge. And then one that I remember, I followed this YouTuber called Ingrid Nilsson, and she Ingrid's was. Like, was- yeah Huge. when she came out it was i was so emotional about it it was it was a beautiful okay video. yeah i think
0: i remember that one i think i do yeah remember that
1: and then one. most recently dan and phil both did a coming <gasps> out video which was, that
0: was a fucking huge, crazy moment.
1: Huge. Because I don't know if you're aware, Juliana, of the whole um,
0: fan well, shipping. Well, we've talked about, about it briefly in a previous episode. I forget which one, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is an important rabbit hole for us Dan to Dan and Phil. jump on oh. down. So, you know come how on, Alice, crazy, let's
1: go. Do you know how crazy <laughs> the Larry Stylinson fandom is and was that we've described to you? Dan and Phil... Dan and Phil is probably um, equal. About equal, to that. like, I would say at a certain time, maybe even more insane than Larry was. I'm listening. It was,
0: <laughs> so, it was crazy. So they're yeah. br- two British YouTubers. Two British YouTubers. Yeah. When did they, they start? They both made
1: channels around the same time. Um... Let's see. Their channels are called. Their channels were called. Dan is not on fire and amazing Phil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what? Wait, wait! 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 Wait!
0: Wait! 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 <laughs> wait! Dan is Dan not on, on, fire.
1: on fire. As Dan if there was a suggestion
0: I, that he was on fire. I don't know Lit why ablaze? that was the
1: name of his channel but dan made his channel in 2009 mm-hmm. and i think phil made his channel the same year dan's and first be- video was iconic it's called he's hello like, internet and he's hi. like hi <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny it's oh, so sorry. like weird and awkward yeah um but i think they met through youtube and became friends in real life and, and then moved in ended up moving in together becoming flatmates and then. Um, and Almost yeah and then they there was a whole conspiracy about they're <laughs> together. Like people were like they're a couple. Yeah. I mean both of their channels started blowing up in like 2012. Like mm-hmm. I remember that's how I discovered Dan was because his channel was on like the YouTube trending page. Okay. When yeah. it used to when the YouTube trending page was not an algorithm and it was literally just which videos were getting we're the most trending.
0: views. Mm-hmm. Um they, and
1: um. Then they started collaborating like a lot, mm-hmm. and they they originated the like cat whiskers thing, um, like drawing cat they whiskers had a bunch on your of face. Yeah, they would thing. make these these collab videos that were called. Phil is not on fire? What were they Phil called? Phil is not on fire. Phil is, yes. Phil is not on fire. <laughs> and so that would just be the two of them. It's like, that's so sweet of Hannah Montana. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I it, it, it was a, it was a so was, we're Phil Poulter. is not on fire. And then in these videos, they would always draw cat whiskers on themselves for some reason, just yeah. specifically in those videos. So that became like a huge thing. And then people who were fans of them would do that and like
0: wear it to school. And um, <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that explains and karen are you guilty of that oh no
1: their fans no. are very their fans were very much like cat whiskers and like wearing like <laughs> the 3d glasses with the popped out lenses because like, dan I, and phil were also very kind of like scene kid adjacent uh, sort of the two of them like sort of almost pretty, emo like vibes emo kind of, emo. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. emo but not fully emo okay. <laughs> But it was, like, kind of at the height of, like, our middle school emo phase anyway. Um, Yeah. so they were the inspiration for a lot of that. So, Um, yeah, like Karen was saying before, basically, ever since they started collaborating together, people have been speculating that they were dating, they were together. mm -hmm. um, And they've always denied it, said that they're just friends, blah, blah, blah. But neither of them have ever been super open about, like, personal relationships um or their sexuality or or their sexualities like they never really talked about it but and then their (laughs) fandom was like fully convinced and there has been some like evidence like one. i i don't know if i i think i've mentioned this before i can't remember on the podcast but there's this like thing notorious thing in the fandom called the valentine's day video Mm -hmm. oh yes which i've told you guys about before which was like a video that phil seemingly made for dan on valentine's day talking about them going on like on a date and like kissing i think Wait, and like saying this. that we didn't no. i feel like guys talked about it briefly very briefly and i think like he says i love you or like it's a whole thing and then so this video was like unlisted on phil's channel i think but people found it somehow <laughs> and then they basically tried to like scrub it from the internet and i think phil said that it was a joke like um <laughs> it's like so it was like a whole so it's like a notorious video in it's the really fandom a long way of to being go for like, a joke <laughs> yeah And Um, so then, what? I guess it was 2019 when they. It was recent. I think it was 2019. Dan made a video coming out on Mm -hmm. his channel, and it was like 45 minutes long. It's a beautiful, honestly, a beautiful video. It's really amazing because he like talks about different parts of his life and like. And then Phil (laughs) made like a three-minute video a few days later, also coming out. (laughs) He was like, "Oh hey, yeah, I'm gay." He's like, "Yeah, I'm gay too." (laughs) Um, And basically, they've. So I guess I forget if I don't know if they've said anything specific, but they've like alluded to the fact that they at well, some point were together. Yeah. Dan basically confirmed that they were together at the beginning of their relationship. And mm-hmm. then it's unclear if they still are. Or if or Yeah. Changed, so they but... still live together. Mm-hmm. Um, They actually just moved into a bigger house together. Oh yeah. God. And they ha- have sort of talked about how they're kind of like their soulmates like at least in a friend way Mm, so it's sort of unclear maybe like if they might be still together now like who knows but this was huge when these coming out videos happened huge i was like Huge. People must be freaking out, because, like, people made it their whole lives like, like to if, prove that they were together. Yeah, like, think of it uh, as if, like, Harry or Louis came out. Like, oh. it would be, it was, it was insanity. Chaos, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how big of a deal it was that they actually came out.
0: hmm Yeah.
1: Um, um,
0: I got, that's, so, I, there was, I like, a whole I... theory
1: that Phil's bedroom was just, um, a set and that they actually, like, shared a bedroom. That. And that yes. Phil's bedroom was just an extra room that they used as a set so people wouldn't know that they were together. See, like, things like that I don't think are <laughs> true. But maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. So, they were big and they still are, even though Dan hasn't made a video in, like, a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, but... they really have released books, like, yeah. board games. They went on tour. They went on tour multiple times. Mm-hmm. they're huge yeah they're huge <laughs>
0: wow. i'm like mm. i i don't know honestly i don't know how to react because i had such a <laughs> negative view of larry stylinson but i feel as though this is different a little <laughs> bit um and like because um they're, like, actively choosing to put their lives out there. And even though mm-hmm. that's, like, not something that they are necessarily comfortable with, which I understand, or, like, weren't comfortable with, I also think it's, like, different. I don't know. hmm I don't know. As a Larry I mean... and hater, I'm having <laughs> um, <laughs> complicated feelings.
1: Yeah, and we actually should talk about the fact that you put Abolish Larry's on the graphic for <laughs> The One Direction. <laughs> episodes because i take offense <laughs> i don't think i even realized that <laughs> it says hashtag abolish larry's
0: Juliana. Listen, listen i am the designer for this channel you oh don't like gosh. it you can design something
1: <laughs> well anyway. i think i've made my feelings about larry very clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, um, i was deep knee deep in that <laughs> um
0: also, so, for the record, I only yeah. put abolish Larry's because there was a Twitter twit. It was Twitter, Twitter trend. Right around the relevant. time. It yeah, was relevant. So that's um, the only reason um, do that. It. Anyways, to clear yeah. my name amongst the Larry's.
1: <laughs> I feel like is there anything like specifically on. we wanted to talk I about I mean the British I love invasion. Love. <laughs> British what I mean Dan and Phil were a huge part of that. Um mm-hmm. Charlie is so cool. Charlie is so cool like is probably like one of the OG British YouTubers who got really really popular. Um and I would um what's his Charlie what's his last name? I can't remember. I don't know, but I I I wasn't really into him. I only watched oh, a couple. Oh, I of liked movies. him and also he was super into Doctor Who. Um and that was like a whole thing, so I liked his videos. He was very much like sort of vlog brothers adjacent, like more mm-hmm. kind of nerdier stuff. Charlie McDonald, Charlie McDonald. yeah, producer Thank president you, coming in again. <laughs> Thank you, Madeline. Yeah, he was really, really popular. But after him was like Zoella, Alfie Days, Tanya Burr, and Joe Chapman, Marcus Butler um, they were, like, the whole this group. whole crew, and they were all friends with each other, or they at least became friends yeah. once they all kind of had their YouTube fan. They, like, created a group. Were huge. Do you remember the, um, Jack's Gap? The Harry Jack's Gap, Oh my god! Jack and Finn Harry's. Uh, these British I was twins. I know them. You guys, I know them. Win for two, <laughs> yes, It's we a win. Got one. They were super <laughs> popular. I, I remember, I think freshman year I saw Finn Harry's in the city because he went to the new school i saw jack harry's at a pret in london oh my god crazy i have never seen them in my life
0: so that's cool (laughs) yeah they were
1: super popular so yeah, yeah there was just this like starting in 2012 or maybe 2011 I want to say, I feel like it's when Zoella Zoella just got so popular, people just really liked her, and mm-hmm. then she well, was huge. She was gaining subscribers like it was her, yeah. She job. just did I like hauls that. and makeup and sort of that kind of lifestyle. I wouldn't call her a beauty yeah. influencer, but um, I think she became. She I sort mean of, she was beauty adjacent. Yeah, she was beauty adjacent. She was more like lifestyle. she would do hauls like, all the time. Oh my god, me too. Like hauls and hair tutorials and so stuff good. like that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was. I mean, there was a whole other community of. Obviously beauty, beauty channels have been around since the beginning of YouTube.
0: Mm. Like
1: Michelle Fawn was like the original beauty Mm. YouTuber. Her videos were always trending. Like she was super popular. And then came this sort of, um, I feel like the next really big one I can think of is Bethany Moda. Um, who is yes. MacBarbie07. Like, all the channel names were like that. Her channel name was MacBarbie07. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember there were rumors about her and Connor Franta, like, allegedly dating oh my before Connor came out. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she's another example of someone who reached, like, mainstream success. Like, she had a line at Aeropostale. Like, she was doing all these things she was mm-hmm. super popular and like that was that whole phase of like <laughs> this really crazy color grading on videos where like her and all the other like kind of young like teenage girl beauty influencer or beauty channels were doing these like super saturated <laughs> videos that were like made them look like, orange yes. oh my god all the colors were so bright i don't know why that that just like was the phase yeah that was i mean i've only really watched her um mm-hmm. i think in middle school they i watched would her do like morning and night routines of like what they did yeah and then they'd like they'd film themselves like waking up and they'd like still have a full face of makeup on yeah
0: and you'd be like okay okay okay
1: and you're like you film this at 2 (laughs) p.m
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) wait going back to who are you guys' favorite youtubers i want to hear those yeah well okay there are a lot
1: and i don't know that we have time to to get through all of them we can get through Um, some
0: Mm-hmm. At least, yeah. like, some. I'm just so curious.
1: Well, sure. yeah. I mean, I did watch I mean, Bethany. Like, I did watch her videos. Yeah. She was one of my favorite. And in, like, I watched, so well, all the time. I watched mm-hmm. so well all the time, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Zoe's brother, Joe. Oh, my God, Joe! Became A popular. And YouTuber oh, my God, well. um, Casper Lee. <laughs> Casper Lee was huge. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. then, like, and then, like, Tyler Oakley and Troy Sivan also became yes. a part of that. Like, Groups, weirdly. Group. Um, and the British ones. <laughs> Zoella's eventual partner,
0: Alfie, Alfie. Days,
1: um, well, has a huge channel as well. And they're having they're a baby. They're having a baby! Now,
0: which is so cute. Makes me want
1: to cry. <laughs> um, You know, who's also having a baby is a pop like the queens of lesbian YouTube, Rose and Rosie. Oh my God. Um, they dominated <laughs> and still do, really, lesbian YouTube um their wedding video makes me sob um anyway they're having a baby (laughs) i watch them all the time um another queen of lesbian youtube i mean her content is not really about being a lesbian but hannah hart my drunk kitchen (laughs) yes i love the big three grace helbig hannah hart and mamory Hart.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yes (laughs) love their videos Um, you deserve a drink miranda sings
0: yeah i was a big fan of miranda
1: sings for a while. I, not so much anymore yeah. but colleen your, was your family's adorable and, but <laughs> yes. i did when colleen had her baby and she was making all those like pregnancy oh my god her videos, pregnancy I did watch her pregnancy those. announcement video or her pregnancy like when she was telling everybody i was cried mm-hmm. yeah because i yeah she also had like a really hard journey through pregnancy and i, mm, I was like yeah following that but anyway um the vlog brothers and then there's the, like, the Fine Brothers channel, which is the React channel. Oh, my that does God. does all the, like, teens react, like, adults react. Yeah, like I watched in, all their videos, react. like, in the early, early days. Mm. Yeah. Um, they they also had whole... some other problematic channels. Oh, I didn't mean to turn my video. off there. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they yeah, got, they, the Fine yeah. Brothers kind of got canceled because they tried to trademark reacting um mm-hmm, they tried yeah. to like <laughs> they tried so to like copyright it or trademark it or something <laughs> and everyone was like you can't fucking do that no like, and that's so they kind of got a like, concept that exists yeah. <laughs> um yeah um those were my main and then like the big ones like jenna marbles and i miss um, i miss her so much she just got engaged oh. i know i'm, I'm so, so happy, happy for her, and
0: julian <laughs> yeah yeah Rudy, what about you what are your favorites
1: um i mean yeah me and karen had a lot of overlap a big one i also used to watch was Cimarelli, (laughs) which was this like girl group girl singing group that they're all sisters they're probably they're like super religious (laughs) they used to make these like acapella singing videos and they were really popular (laughs) um i used to i used to watch their videos (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, now, I feel like all the YouTubers I watch are, like, former Viners. Former Viners. I was about to say, there was a huge migration from Vine Vine to YouTube. YouTube, Which is where, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, David Dobrik came from. Liza Koshy. Um, And then there's also, like, Cody Ko and Noelle Miller, who are, I (laughs) watch both of them. Um, And then, like, I watch, I feel like now I watch mostly, like, commentary-type channels. So, like... Danny Gonzalez, Curtis Conner, mm. um... Yeah. Curtis Connors is it Curtis Conner. No. And, wait, mm, oh, and Drew Gooden, who they all were, they're mm-hmm. all, like, friends too, and they all came from Vine, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And... Now I watch mostly, like, book tube, <laughs> which, um, is yeah. pretty niche. Yeah, and I watch a lot of, um, <laughs> like, I watch some, a lot of, like, movie... Commentate, commentary people yeah. like there's also I'm embarrassed
0: to admit the stuff that I watch on YouTube What do you watch
1: <laughs> I well okay it cannot be as bad as what comes up on my YouTube oh, recommended yeah. is like Five minutes of Harry Beach. Oh my god, I get I get so many like videos like that or like if any sort of like video of Harry Styles, any sort of like ship video comes up on my recommended, I will watch it. Even it's even if it's for a a show that I, I don't know. watch, I will watch. Well, because this is <laughs> like an edit. I'll another just watch like it. sub. There's another subsection of YouTube which is like f- people in fandoms who just make these edits of their favorite characters, and it's like very well edited (laughs) videos. Um, yeah. That they just make. I've been because watching. They love I've it. been getting a lot of um, Glee edits. <laughs> um, like the clean. like for the is popping like, it'll back up. Like out. four minutes of everyone hating the Glee club, and it's just like a compilation <laughs> of clips, or it's like, or it's like underrated lines from Glee, or like my favorite reactions I... from Glee characters, and it's like a six minute video I... of just like catching people's reactions yes. to lines, like in the background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> I have to. Uh, that's when I knew I had to stop re-watching Glee because I was the algorithm was. <laughs> catching on to me yeah and i was like this
0: cannot happen <laughs> <laughs> i refuse to go back <laughs> oh my god um i guess what yeah. i will confess yeah. in this moment is that my um uh, youtube is filled with uh, like you know in reality television when they air an episode and then they do like interviews after the episode is aired It's, like, 30 minutes of, like, Bravo, like, Jersey Housewives or, like, Vanderpump (laughs) Rules or, like, all that, like, trash reality television. Or it is, um, performances at 54 Below or Sutton Foster (laughs) doing the Anything Goes tap routine of the the Tony performances, which I did memorize, um, and Sutton Sutton needs to Sutton needs to do better these days. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> is there anything else we want to talk yes, about? She, yes. <laughs>
1: um Do we want to mosey over to controversial at Brave? You know Are what? You ready for that? I would love yeah. to. Let's just do it. Ding Bong. Does anybody have a controversial at Brave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's ready. Um Controversial at Brave. YouTube just kind of sucks now, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Say that. And, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, YouTube, uh, there's just, I have a lot of thoughts. And, like, obviously, I was not watching great things when I was 10 and 11 and 12. Like, I was literally watching Shane Dawson's videos doing blackface and not, like, realizing how, why that was a bad thing or, like, that it was really horrible because I was like, oh, he's just doing a character. Um, well, well you're also I 11 like, I was Which. 11 I wasn't educated on that And I was like I didn't think twice About why, why that that was really wrong Right um, And like obviously I shouldn't mm-hmm. have been watching that As a child so I Can't really speak to ha- what kids are watching now. Nah. Well I can but like obviously I wasn't watching great things either But just this, I babysit a Two year old and a ten year old And I'll like sit and watch stuff with the ten year old Sometimes and like I was watching the YouTube videos he was watching, and it's just, like, mindless crap. Like, it's just, and I just don't understand how creators on YouTube are getting to the levels that they are at now. It's it's just so crazy. Like back in the day having a million subscribers was like unthinkable. Like that was uh. insane. Those were huge, crazy milestones. It was insane to get a million subscribers. Yeah. And you had to be making like really good content that people really liked to be able to get there. Like Smosh and like Nikahiga and like I mean Fred got to a million. But like people really liked his stuff. It was funny. But I was watching this I forget what the this kid's name is. He's not a kid, he's like twenty five. Um He's got, like, 16 million subscribers on YouTube. The 10-year-old I babysit was watching this video. And they are just, like doing these stupid challenges and they're like not even funny they're just being like oh my god whoa are they gonna be able to get out of this cage that i put them in in a pool they have to blow up this balloon underwater and i'll give them a key and then if they get out they'll I'll give them a thousand dollars and it's just like (laughs) what it's and it's like a 20 minute long video of like people doing these weird challenges like and and then this kid is like a millionaire (laughs) it's like I don't it's and it's like taking advantage of children like and there's so much of this content that it's like it's so clearly fake like they're it's all clearly planned and fake and they're pretending that it's not like we were watching this other one. I think this guy's, I'm going to call you out. Faze Rug, I think is this guy's name. <laughs> we're going to call you out on the podcast. And he did this he or maybe it was not him, but Faze Rug is one of these these channels who like does this kind of shit. Like th- we watched this one video that was like do saying yes to everything my sister asks for the whole day. And he's like, oh, my sister doesn't know that I'm going to say yes to everything she asks for. So, like, maybe it won't be so bad. Like, maybe she won't do this this and that maybe she won't ask me for really expensive stuff and then he walks into the sister's room and he's like guess what like I'm haha, I'm gonna say yes to everything you asked today and she's like oh great and she pulls out a list and it's like he's like what how did you know who told you Blah. blah. and it's like obviously so fake and it's it's just like so bad it's not funny it's not interesting and every two seconds they're like should I buy my sister a car? You guys hit that subscribe button if you think I should buy my sister this car. And that's the whole video. They're just like, "Hey, hey guys, if you think I should do this, hit that like button." Like it's and it's just like crazy. They're just like there's it's just I don't even I'm going to die. Like I don't know. No, it's like <laughs> I feel like my brain is reality. melting trying to explain the content that these kids yeah. are watching. Yeah. And they just watch it. And like it's completely mindless. It's not interesting. It's not worth anything. Like it's not I don't know. I don't know what yeah. entertainment value kids are actually getting from this kind of stuff. Um and yet these are the sort of creators that are so popular right now on the platform and they're just rewarded uh. for this kind of crap. And it's just uh. like what Jake Paul and Logan Paul have kind of like their sort of legacy that's set up and i don't think these people are doing anything as bad as like jake paul and logan paul have done obviously but like Mm. it's just like mindless worthless crap Fake Fake, fake, yeah exactly that sort of thing yeah or like yeah Mm. fake prank like fake girlfriend boyfriend prank things like fake fight, like, fake fights with their boyfriends and girlfriends, like, pretending a fight and then buying them a car, or like, breaking, pretending to break their iPhone and then being like, actually, I got you a new, brand new one, and it's like, that's what these, like, 10-year-old, 9-year-old kids are watching, and they think it's real. Yeah. They think it's real.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing that's so crazy is that, like, the internet has changed so much fucking fast yeah within the last mm-hmm. so fast and so often within, a, within our lifetime like if you think about within it, our like teen years to 20 year old right lifetime. but even like it started really in like the 90s then from there to when we were like in uh, like our teens it grew so much and then from there to now has been absolutely exponential and I'm sure it's going to continue to grow at like a rate that's like insane um so it's almost like how do you regulate something that changes so quickly mm-hmm. and is but is going to also change and shape the minds of generations yeah. and like young children yeah i i understand why your mind's melting yeah. <laughs> um i really so do. I
1: agree as well and i have one that's kind okay. of related to that <gasps> Go, Kearney. we were already yeah um Controversial Got Brave. I don't think that if we returned to a lot of the content we were watching when we were teens, we would think it was as good. As oh we yeah. Oh no. Remember it to be. Oh no. Um, and I don't know if that's controversial or brave, but I I recently um what did I watch? It was a video. Oh, it was a jack's gap video, because I was in like a nostalgic moment. It doesn't matter <laughs> why. Uh, and I <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch one of them, one of their videos of them like opening fan mail because I remember laughing so hard at that when I was like 16 Mm -hmm. years old and I watched it and I was like, this is dumb as shit (laughs) like this. I'm not laughing at all. I don't know. I don't remember what was appealing about this Mm -hmm. to me. So I do wonder if like there's maybe something like kids nowadays, they like do find something appealing or like engaging about mm-hmm. the shit that they're watching and then they'll look back on it and be like oh this was dumb or if it's just like the culture has changed so much that they just feel like they have to mm-hmm. be watching a video and they don't really care what it is which is yeah. sad I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't that, say but, like back just backtracking for me I'm not trying to say that it's like the kids fault that they're watching stupid content oh, No, <laughs> I know um no I'm not saying that either I just yeah I just I wonder mm. about like how people will look back yeah. on it. I mm. mean um, and if you're interested in this like there's plenty of commentary videos by like great creators on YouTube talking about this phenomenon of like this bullshit weird worthless like content that these adult creators are making for children. And it's mm-hmm. like obviously there's lots of like adults in the world who make content for kids but it, on mm. YouTube it's like they're make it's like they're making sort of adult content. They're making adult content, but it's aimed at children, and that's the difference. Hmm. Um. Yeah. And that's yeah. I do think it is super. It's much more um malicious now than it used to be. Like I think creators when we were like when we were fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, we're doing it genuinely because they loved it. Yeah. um And now there's these people just do it to like be a millionaire. <laughs>
0: I mean, because like and you can, for attention. Be, it's yeah. a viable career option, um, which is insane. It's yeah. um, not slow. You just have to get it like is. basically,
1: you just have to get lucky, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. You do. Um, I guess that leaves me, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Okay, controversially, at Brave, we know that my taste involves reality television, and um show tunes yes yes here's the third (laughs) in that holy trinity i think the best kind of videos on youtube or one of my favorites at least is any and all videos that roast the girl define girls. I <laughs> fucking love them. I love Trixie Mattel's video where she does yes. a video reviewing their video of uh, wearing God honoring makeup. Mm-hmm. I love Cody Co's two videos on them where he mm-hmm. and this his friend like absolutely roast the shit out of them. Noel. <laughs> Noel Miller. Yes. <laughs> I yep. I just and it's no hate to these girls but it's also it is and no hate you know like religion at <laughs> large but like when i don't know it's that that specific like the way that they operate on the internet in a way that like kind of forces their faith onto like the people and the like problematic ideals that come with their faith um i think can be really um harmful sometimes to the people that watch them um And again, that's just them and what their ideas about faith and God are, like, not to say anything about, like, faith at large or people who have faith, but I like the (laughs) videos that roast them because they're (laughs) just, like, (laughs) they're so funny! Yeah. They're
1: great. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Um girl Defined is an endless source of joy. For me. <laughs> it's just I'm, so crazy. Like it's so The way crazy. that they the way that they are so genuine about absolutely batshit crazy things makes me Not so Not kissing until marriage.
0: I was like girl, yeah. the
1: cow tipping video was one of my favorites <laughs> where they're like we sinned because we went cow tipping and then we realized it was wrong. It's like girl, what <laughs> and like I mean the one Cody and Noel wrote, the six type of guys to avoid, like yes! Mr. Struggle, <laughs> Mr. Struggle, <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. I mean, I think that's why like oh commentary channels are some of the most popular and successful channels mm-hmm. on YouTube right now as well. Um, is because they're like, I mean, obviously they're they're making fun of shit, like crazy <laughs> bad shit people and other creators, but also I think a lot mm. of them. Are really thoughtful and have like interesting things to say as well about like yeah which I think the content on uh, available sorry. on YouTube
0: yeah which I think is so important and I think a video format is so important for that sort of a thing because if I ever see long captions on Instagram I I'm reading maybe at best three quarters of it <laughs> I'm like that is my promise on a good day So I think with video content, it's a lot easier for people to, or even like podcasts, (laughs) it's a lot easier for people to know exactly the intention of what is being said and to hear people explain their thoughts in a more so genuine, genuine way. And like we've said, like that can be taken advantage of with like apology videos and things like that. But I think that's why youtube exists and exists so well and so successfully um yeah wow. for sure guys well there you have it that was so good <laughs> oh <laughs> um, um be sure to like and subscribe
1: turn on that notification <laughs> bell next time. to get notified yeah, every no, but, but seriously
0: um please subscribe and leave a review <laughs> um rate us on any uh, Let's just do the outro. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's do it.
0: All right, friends. That's it for today's episode. Special thanks to our president producer, Madeline Parks, and our music producer, Kiara Negroni. Follow us on Instagram at FormerFangirlPod and on Twitter at FormerFan underscore pod. And you can also email us at FormerFangirlPod at gmail.com. You
1: can find me, Erin, on Instagram and Twitter at Erin Browning with an extra G on the end.
0: You can find me, Karen, on Twitter and Instagram at K Jessica stewart, And you can find me, Juliana, on any social media platform at Juliana Mance, That is at G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A-M-A-N-C. And you can find me on my website at www.julianamancini.com. That is g i u l i a n a m a n c i n i. dot com. Bye, friends! Bye, friends.